Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News and your daily wrestling newscast for Tuesday, November 28, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sepervivi. We begin today with last night's Monday Night Raw featuring CM Punk's first appearance on Raw in nearly a decade. They're afraid that the most dangerous and controversial feared man in this industry just walked through the front door and there's nothing that they can do about it. Some people are afraid that tomorrow morning when they wake up, they're going to have to come to terms with the fact that their best efforts at being the best in the world in this ring, on this microphone, even at commentary, isn't just false, but it's a lie. Because the best in the world is back and the best in the world is standing in the middle of the ring, live and in living color in Nashville, Tennessee, on a Monday night. And his name is... Punk closed the show at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville with a live promo in which he thanked fans for their support over the years he'd been away, declared WWE as his home, and served notice to the WWE locker room. In the main event, Randy Orton had his first match on Raw since May 9, 2022, defeating Dominic Mysterio. Orton opened the show with a thankful promo of his own in which he was confronted by the Judgment Day due to his preventing Damian Priest from cashing in his Money in the Bank briefcase last weekend at Survivor Series. World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins delivered a promo in which he briefly mentioned Punk dismissively before getting in some physicality in an angle with Drew McIntyre over what McIntyre perceives as his getting passed over for another shot at Rollins' title. During the promo, Rollins announced that he'd be defending the world title on Raw next week against Jey Uso. In the opening match, the Creed brothers emerged victorious from a tag team turmoil match to become the number one contenders to Damian Priest and Finn Balor's undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. The Creed's eliminated DIY, Imperium, and The New Day on the way to victory. Eliminated earlier in the match were the teams of Otis and Akira Tozawa and Indus Sher. During another in-ring angle, Cody Rhodes was sprayed with mist by Shinsuke Nakamura just moments after officially announcing his entry into the 2024 Royal Rumble happening in January. Oh, mist from Shinsuke to Cody. In other results, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven successfully defended the women's tag team title against Tegan Knox and Natalia. Bronson Reed and Ivar battled to a double countout, and Nia Jax beat Zoe Stark. In injury news, AEW World Champion MJF underwent an MRI that revealed he sustained a torn labrum back at full gear, according to Fightful Select in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. MJF is expected to undergo treatment soon, although the plan is reportedly to avoid surgery if at all possible. He is still scheduled to defend his title against Samoa Joe on December 30th at World's End. In ratings news, last Wednesday's episode of Dynamite increased in total viewership, but decreased in the key 18-49-year-old demographic, according to Russell Nomics. 
The total audience that tuned into TBS was 845,000, up 3% from the previous week's 823,000. However, the key demo rating was 0.26, down from the previous week's 0.28. Full Dynamite ratings figures came in late due to the Thanksgiving holiday. In more All Elite Wrestling news, QT Marshall announced yesterday that he'd be parting ways with the company at the end of the year. Said Marshall in his statement, quote, As much as I've enjoyed being a vice president, manager of talent relations, and wearing a myriad of hats, the company has changed a lot since 2019 and is heading in a different direction, and I feel it's best that I do the same as we only get one chance to go all in, end quote. And in legal news, Tammy Sitch was sentenced to a total of 17 years in prison on Monday in Daytona, Florida, after being found guilty of causing the death of 75-year-old Julian Lassiter while operating a motor vehicle with a suspended or revoked license, as well as being found guilty of DUI manslaughter for the same incident, which occurred in March of last year. Ten and a half years of her sentence stemmed from the first third-degree felony charge, while the other seven years stemmed from the second charge. The two sentences must be served out consecutively. Sitch is obligated by law to serve a minimum of 85% of her sentence time, which would come to roughly 14 years behind bars. Sitch was given credit for 566 days already served in prison. Her other convictions, including DUI causing injury to a person and three counts of DUI property damage, have been credited to 364 days of the time she's already served. She will have 75 days to file an appeal. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast, and remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the Wrestling News across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the Wrestling News. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.